Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. We live in a world of fees. Airlines, hotels, food delivery, and especially car dealers all charge excessive last-minute fees. When you want something badly enough, it feels like your only choice is to pay up. But what if you had a choice to take a stand instead? At Carvana, we believe in treating you better. With zero hidden fees, you can drive off without feeling ripped off. That's what it means to live fearlessly with Carvana. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. 
brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of a SmackDown Live recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheets. I'm all in blue to commemorate a SmackDown Live recap. Uh, I'm your host, John Roca, fresh off seeing the magic of Aladdin last night. No spoilers. Let's just say I went in thinking it was going to be a terrible pay-per-view and I actually enjoyed myself by the end of the pay-per-view. So uh, I'm joined, as always, <laughs> by my co-host here, Ryan Satin, uh, the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet. How are you, brother? I am. I'm all right. I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I woke up with like, a little like toothache kind of thing, so oh. I don't no, it's annoying me, but I, hopefully it'll be like Aladdin, and, it, and it'll be better than I expect by the end of the day. It's so. magic. Make a wish. <laughs> Rub that lamp and make a wish. Uh, well, today, well, a lot of fans got a great wish last night. Big E came back. That's how the show started. Big announcement. Well, there was Shane on the phone, got interrupted uh, by Elias, but then we had uh, uh, Kofi come out with Xavier, and then... They announced Big E. I don't know why they messed around with us and had a fake Big E and then ran out the original. Like, I don't know what the storyline for that was or the logic of it. It made was. me laugh. It made me Did laugh. It? Okay. Did you, right. you not laugh? I, I thought it was oh, okay. I thought it was setting up a heel turn. Like, I thought they were messing with Big E, so bringing out fake Big E's to mess Everyone with Everyone keeps saying they want a Big E heel turn. I they don't want it. I'm saying I want to I feel to like people want it. it. I don't, I don't, yeah. Sorry, I don't, I don't feel like people want it. I feel like people keep saying it. Yeah. But, God, I... For me, it was so good seeing New Day back together as Absolutely. a whole. In fact, you know, the six weeks he was away, you you go like, man, Big E really is a key part of that unit. Uh, I would say he's the most important part of that unit. I think he is, too. Yeah. Like, you know, I, 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 I really like the other two, mm-hmm. but just he is, he just, there's a certain charisma about yeah. him that's different than the other two. That's just... It's 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 similar to like um it's it's beyond but similar to Otis where mm. it's just its own unique thing yeah and Biggie really has it he's his own unique thing it's why he was so entertaining on on Twitter the whole time he's oh, yeah. been at home so um great yeah great great to see Biggie mm-hmm. back um just even the promo when they, when you were hearing all three of them kind of like do yep. their separate things. They felt like they were their homeostasis had been restored, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> like it's a biodome shout out for the <laughs> Teddy who liked that movie watching, but like it, it just kind of felt like they were back at whole again and I I, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I agreed. I, I enjoyed it as well. They had a welcome back Big E, a uh, big setup there in the ring. That's the thing and and they were like, you know, making jokes and, he's, and Kofi's like, got to take it seriously, then did the hip swivels. So you get this is the ca- these are the three guys that we absolutely love as a faction. Uh they never disappoint. They rarely disappoint when they're doing their uh, jokes and and what have you in their promos. So it was great to see that. But then they get interrupted by KO and then his best friend there, Sami Zayn, coming out. KO gets fed up, walks out after having a little bit of a back and forth, and Sammy takes No, over. he didn't say anything. No, well, fair enough. He didn't say anything looking at it and then went away, and then Sammy comes out. And, or, I mean, Sammy takes over and starts berating the New Day, saying that KO would have won in five minutes if he hadn't been distracted, blah 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 blah, blah and which sets up a match later between Sammy and Kofi. But um, what are we setting up here? It d- does, does Do Kevin and Sammy need a third guy? 
I don't, know, I don't know about that, but okay. to me, more so, I mean, at the end of the show, we'll get to that. Well, not yeah, yeah. at the end of the show, but the other part. Kind of felt like they're moving on from yeah. Owens versus versus Kofi. Oh, no? yeah. you Did you not get that vibe? I don't know. I never know with that because, I mean, KO came out first, so it doesn't feel to me like they're moving away. Well, no, I'm more so because of what happened with Dolph later in the show. Right. Well, maybe that's the third person, about mm. the crew to go up against the New Day. I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, maybe for – I don't see them, like, forming a faction or okay. anything like that. We okay. already kind of have Sammy and Kevin are their BFFs, you know. Right. I don't think they're going to – I feel like adding a third wouldn't really make a lot of sense. I will say, though, um, I, I liked how much you saw – I liked that they're setting up – to me, it seems like they're setting up Big E versus Kevin Owens down the line. Yeah. That's what I sure. – to, to me, would have felt like they were going for here. It felt yeah. like they're, they're ending Kofi versus – uh, Kofi versus Kevin yeah. and moving on to Dolph versus Kofi and then Big E versus Kevin because Big E backstage when he got attacked and we'll get to it yeah. or whatever but like or we can talk about it now or whatever but it's, sure. it seemed to me like when they attacked Big E when Big E got attacked backstage and he was yelling about Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens became the third member of New Day when Big E was gone. Right. And there's a lot to work with there. So I feel like that's where they're transitioning to next. Mm-hmm. And Kofi's moving on to, a, to the Dolph thing. So yeah. um, what I will say about this part is that I, you know, Kevin looked intense even though he didn't talk at all, which I liked. Yeah. And I liked this new dynamic of like like a big bulldog of of Kevin Owens not even wanting to talk because mm-hmm. he's so mad. And Sami Zayn kind of just like run. And, and that's actually kind of the, what they had before, but now it's like in a heel version where yeah. Kevin's angry and Sami's kind of running around him and stuff. So I, I liked it. I, yeah. I, I liked what they were doing together again. And once again, I really felt like, why is Sami Zayn booked so well yeah. on SmackDown yeah. and so terribly on Raw? It yeah. was one of those things where I go, even in defeat, when he loses to Kofi later, yeah. He didn't. It wasn't like a disappointment. It was like no. that was a great, good match. Good match. You know, I enjoyed all of it. Um, he looked strong earlier. Um, I like his new like vibe. Uh, I, he was great to me here. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird, just like one day apart, to see someone be used perf- like perfectly on one show and terribly on the other. It's yeah. weird to me how that. Do happens. they have different creative teams? I know you say Vince is in charge of the whole situation, but do they have different creative teams in mm-hmm. this in in Raw and SmackDown? Mm. Not really. Okay, this is the same people, so maybe it's just the the construction of the roster. Do you think on SmackDown that allows them to book differently and better with some of these characters? All right, <laughs> yeah, you know, I ask your speculation. No, I mean, and not, I, I mean, understand. I know, I know, I know. I'm like, uh, you know. Uh, I never call myself an expert, so I would never say that. But I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. To okay. me, it, it, it's, it, it confuses the hell out of me, too. Like, gotcha. It's one of those things where it's all Vince. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I know like, you say creative teams, and I, but it really is all Vince. Right. So I, I, it's hard to really say the answer to that okay. unless you're in that room. You know? and yeah, and like they're coming up with storylines, but Vince is the one that says yes or no. Right, pretty much, or he'll suggest storylines possibly as well. But Both. He's, do you think he's mapping out an entire season? I don't think that's what. No, he's but he's he's the final approval, though. No, he's also like, like really? coming up with the stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's not just the, people. Sometimes, mm. yes, there's a creative team, is, but also a lot of the ideas they're coming up with are ideas that are going to make Vince happy because Vince said, "I want things like this, that, uh, and the other." You know, gotcha. and so there's like that too. So, right. um, Vince has a big creative. Him 
Yeah. Him, his, yeah. His footprint is his creative footprint in WWE is, is huge. His carbon footprint is <laughs> yeah. big. Is big. Yeah. And one of those is probably bringing back that tw- that hardcore title and calling it twenty four seven title, which uh, is where what we go to next. The promos that went throughout the whole night of r truth trying to avoid getting uh, pinned to lose that twenty four seven title. Going to Carmella. Carmella uh, getting uh, you know putting up the, the blonde hair and everything like that, which is really funny. And that leads to a number of vignettes, which we'll talk about as we go along here with the, Smack, uh, the SmackDown uh, recap. But let's move on to Mustafa and sure. We're going to talk about all of them the other night? Yeah, as we go along. But if you want to talk about them all now, we can do that too. Well, it's up to you. I don't know. I didn't know. I just didn't want them to get left behind. Okay, let's I, talk about it then. Because I feel like... This is a really funny, uh, I thought, a very funny usage of R-Truth and Carmella. What'd you, did, did it make you like the 24-7 title more? It did make me like the title more it made me like that they could use it as a prop for our truth and carmella that kept their unique kind of comedy that i've been enjoying for the last few months uh at the forefront of the show that's what i enjoyed about it so you did kind of like the title more then well i would say i like the result of the title not the fact that the title's in that play. was a really long-winded i was trying to like get to the core of what he said <laughs> there it was like it was real critic speak there i had to like get through it there so like wait yeah so you you did like it more. I don't. Here's the deal. say <laughs> I hate the title, but I like the, that the title itself. The title itself. The way it looks. Yes. Or the concept. The title of it? itself. Okay. And the way it looks. Um. Uh. But I like that they're using it in this way. Okay. That it's unknown. Anything can happen. I wonder how long they can keep this going. Uh, but I do enjoy it now because our truth is the perfect person to have it for right now. And as we go along, what this happens, and once again, it allows for people who are really good at comedy in the WWE to have a prop to use to uh, bring that comedy out. So I, that's what I would ask. I do agree with yeah. you in that in that regard. I think that you know, comedy wrestling has a place, of course. And you know, as much as we wanted to bitch about it not being the hardcore title, quote unquote, or you know, changing the look of it, or. Just, you know, mm-hmm. all the complaints we had. How was it needed, really? Yeah. Um, you could make the other titles more important. Um, I think at the end of the day, having a fun title isn't a bad idea. Yeah, it like, is. It's not. You know, my girlfriend, who wasn't around during that mm-hmm. era, by the end of the show, she was like, officially, this is my officially my favorite title. <laughs> this stuff is hilarious. I love it. And, you know, by the end of, the, by the end of SmackDown last night, you couldn't really disagree. I mean, it is right. fun. It does stand out from the other titles. You know, I know that... Okay, so if you, if you like, look at the two things, there's, like, of the most recent titles, there's, <clears throat> there's the women's tag team titles, yes. and there's the 24-7 title now. Right. And the women's tag titles, while important to have that and to have women's tag team titles and, and more mm-hmm. opportunities for women, um, it, the matches are, aren't any different than what we've maybe seen in the past. Like, yeah. It's not like there's never been women's tag team matches. Right, right. It's just now they have a title. Um, I think that, you know, the 24-7 title does lend itself to adding a unique aspect to the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, that's something that'll be a little different. And I do kind of feel like WWE has lost some of the camp. Um, I like yeah. the campiness of WWE. Right. Uh, and I feel like back shaving and that kind of stuff maybe won't do, isn't going to do it for me. In that's that, not in the that right regard. kind of camp. It's not the right kind of camp. Yeah, yeah. I do think... There being backstage chaos is fun. Yeah. When there's when when chaos when the backstage area 
is in disarray and, and it almost feels like a cartoon to me where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's always like, if you turn a corner, there could be like one cartoon character punching another. Yeah. And I feel like that's how the, your picture of the WWE backstage locker room should be because that's the vibe that they present on TV. And so I think having everyone run around in circles like it's a big roller derby uh, trying to get a title is kind of fun. Yeah, and I think the perspective of it all is different too because it didn't feel right on Raw, but it felt right on SmackDown. Okay. So I wonder if that works overall. Uh, I could see it working on NXT, absolutely. That'd be a funny thing uh, to see how it would play out there if it extended all the way down there and then come back up. But I, I would love to see it less on Raw because I just don't think Raw's the kind of place for it. But see, the opposite. Is- I would say the opposite. Really? Though. Well, Raw's the like jokey, fun th- show. Over SmackDown? Yeah, I it's would always, disagree with that. Well, Completely. SmackDown's been the athletic, match-focused, sports-focused show for mm-hmm. since they've had the brand split. Okay, and Raw's always like the jokey, like skits, comedy kind of stuff. So, wow, okay, that's how it's always been. I can't say that. I'm I've surprised ever felt you're that. confused. That yeah, you're surprised because I've always felt like it's the more serious show. You know, the Raw? champion is more serious. Everything's more serious. Everything's more important. Whereas SmackDown's like we can let our hair down, and have a little fun. Well, but I'm talking about in terms of like how the, the type of segments they have on the show. Yeah. Like they usually have more comedy, like Goldust and Booker right. T type stuff. That's always been like a raw thing, you right, know. And right. then SmackDown is usually like the more match-based, okay. athletic competition well, show. I might have to revisit that for myself. I haven't felt that way about Raw in quite some time, so I felt more that's in SmackDown. But maybe that's always been the case, and I've just been ignoring it because I've seen it done better on SmackDown. Okay, yeah, it's possible. Could be on me. Um, but I love the way it's all played out because you had Carmella now doing some funny stuff and the blonde hair with R-Truth pulling out the bra, everything like that, and him getting chased around and almost pinned and all these Gender, almost got him. Gender. <laughs> Gender. Oh, my God. What are you trying to win the 24-7 title? Um, anyway, these kinds of things going forward. So, But at the end of the night, he keeps it, right? Yeah. And so it, it's still R-Truth, which I think is brilliant because you want somebody funny to have to have the title. And I would say the difference between the 24-7 title and the hardcore title is very clear to me. The hardcore title did have some prestige because it was a hardcore title. You could lose from like kendo sticks to bricks to chairs to anything possible. With this, it's just regular pins. So I don't think it's as prestigious to a degree if you can even use that word with it But I than the hardcore title was. But it's still a fun prop to use to give wrestlers some time to have a little fun. I, I enjoy that. I mean, I wouldn't call the hardcore title prestigious. It was like built from the trash, and there was 250 champions in four years when yeah. they got rid of it. But I, I, they're both the same. I don't, one, I don't felt, one felt like it took more effort to win the hardcore title. Not in those 24 7 days. They, when Crash Holly had it, he was getting pinned in like hotel rooms yeah, but he's and getting ball hit over pits. the head with like uh, uh, foreign objects. Not you, always. You can't do this with 24-7 title. <laughs> I feel like they don't uh, want to do that with the 24-7 title. Um, you know, nobody used anything illegal last night. The only thing I'm disappointed in, mm-hmm. and maybe this is where they're going with this, I wanted Carmella to pin truth. I thought that's where we were going. The I thought for sure that's where night. this was going. A whole night. And, I, and if, it, if it's still <clears throat> going that way, great. But I, I thought for sure because of the whole like arch... When our truth and the when our truth and Carmella first started pairing up, yeah. it was because our truth said he was going to pin Carmella. Yeah, yeah. And he never did, but it was like, oh, I'm going to fight Carmella for the women's championship or whatever. I'm going to pin Carmella, and it was like, wait, what are you talking about? And so I thought for sure they were going to yeah. play off of that, and she was like, no, I pinned you, and right. then she was going to run off with the title, and then everyone was going to be like, oh, whoa, 
24-7 the title is intergender? Hell yeah. And that would have been a new wrinkle in it and never would have been pumped. Um, I thought that's where they were going to go with this. Maybe right. it's where they're going to go with this down the line. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that was my only like minor disappointment there. I would agree. I, I thought she was going to protect him all night only to pin him yeah. and be the first female 24-7 champion. Like right at the last minute, hit him with a car door or something. I thought for sure it. that's what yeah. was going to happen. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought so too. Or have someone waiting to clothesline something. And, then, and then take the pin herself. Yeah, that's something. Possible. That's what I thought. It all bled out into them getting chased out of the ring by all these people running out, and he, a fireman carries Carmella out the door, and that's that, and they take off. So, funny stuff. Very funny stuff. Yeah, that was, well, the match part came later. I jumped ahead. Yeah, I know, you I'm did. sorry. You wanted to talk about it. We I did. Know. Well, because the Mandy <laughs> thing was like a, such a throwaway. It really was. Yeah. 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 But Mustafa Ali is our for oral Ali, sorry, uh, taking on Andrade. Cien Almas, good, good match. Pay-per-view level match between these guys. Hey, oh, remember, they just did a ladder match two, three days ago. Pretty phenomenal work by them. An extensive long uh, match or decently long match. And good spots between both of them. Didn't see a lot of botches. That flip thing he does. Good God Almighty! I don't know how you don't break someone's neck on it's that. It's crazy. It really is. Mm-hmm. And his hur- his Hurricane Rana was incredible off the top rope as well. All that and Andrade had some great moves. Good stuff from Zelina from Zelina again. But in the end, Ali gets that pin, a much needed pin, I yes. think, at this point. Yes, absolutely, very yeah. needed. Uh, great match. Um, definitely one of those things where I was talking about, like where it's the sport based show, and yeah. you're like. Man, great like ten minute match or whatever it was between Ali and Andrade. Uh, it's hard to even have anything to say about it because it was just awesome. Yeah. Like it was just like those were two talented dudes that are that are just like on that rise up. And I don't feel like you know Andrade losing took anything away. Nope. Similar to similarly to Ricochet losing on Raw, mm-hmm. it was like. He just wrestled, like, in a crazy ladder match. Yeah. We know they're supposed to be hurt. Um, it's more impressive that they were able to have that kind of match, like you said, brutal. after a ladder match like that. brutal, man. A brutal match. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I, I think both guys did a great job here. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. And, well, you know, especially ahead of the uh, Intercontinental Championship that uh, Andrade is going to do at Super Showdown, the matchup he, he's going to be having there, this was a good showcase of the talent on both sides. And... I think Ryan is absolutely right. You, it's good. It, no one's going to lose by losing. Just you just want a good match, a really good match. Show the skills, and then we know that these W's and these L's are going to be interchanged amongst all these who are in this middle area. And I'm sure at some point, Alistair Black's going to get involved. Won't that be interesting? Depending on which side of his face or heel. Yeah, there wasn't an Alistair Black nope, promo last wasn't. night, huh? And we haven't seen Alistair Black wrestle in quite some time. And Though so, they, well, they had the, they've been the videos on. Yeah, him, the videos. But there sure. wasn't one of those last night. Was there one last week? I don't know. I, I, I was on vacation, I so I don't remember. Okay, but the Alistair Black one. We'll see what happens if he's a face or heel, depending on how the promos are playing out. Yeah, I agree. Because it would be interesting to see him taking on Andrade with Zelina in the corner. That will be fascinating. Well, they did that before it was known they were dating. Oh, right. Okay. But, but yeah. yeah. Uh, or married now, not dating. Hey-o. Uh But, yeah, I... Uh, you I, lucky man. Yes, go ahead. I hope... I hope Alistair Black comes in soon. I didn't even think about the fact that we haven't seen him mm-hmm. for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what the next play was Super Showdown, and then what's after Super Showdown... Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that okay. important. It's right. really not that important. But yeah, I would love to see Aleister Black get back in soon. I mean, that whole scene yeah. right there. That's what the, the scene on SmackDown is really, like, it's, there's a lot of talent right yep, there. Like, there the young, of young male and female talent that are just, like, ready to get to that next level. Yep, so, yep. yeah, that's why I like SmackDown a lot right now. You know, I think that, um, I, I think I've also finally become okay with this wild card rule. Okay. 
I think I finally accepted it. Yeah. I think I've, I've, I, I was like, okay, I get it. It's just the brand split is over. It was just a stupid, uh, a stupid construct to have the brand split be over. Well, it's basically like having your – I realized the wild card rule is having your cake and eating it too. Yes. It's the brand split is over, but – yeah. We still want to have two separate brands because we've made two separate TV deals. Right, exactly. So uh, that's what it seems like to me. Is like, well, we still need a set of champions on each show because yeah. we've got these commitments. Wild card rule. Yeah. Anyone can be anywhere except for these people. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> yeah. But, it's all over the place. But I, I, I finally become okay with it. Okay. It's, it's not bothering me anymore. Is it still bothering you? No, like no, just the randomness? No, there's no real reason to be bothered anymore now because it's going to happen whether I'm bothered by it or not. So I might as well just enjoy what I can out of it when it's used well. And I feel like it was used well tonight, last night. That's for sure. On SmackDown, um, we did have uh, moving on to the Mandy Rose uh, fight here with Carmella. Not much came of it. She was, I think Carmella was doing nice work and then brought in Sonya was beating up Sonya and then all the, everything fell apart from there. Yeah. Um, but I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Right. But we talked about this kind of already, but I, yeah, I, I mean, it really was a vehicle to get to that 24 yeah. seven title. Yeah. So but did you like what Carmella was doing in the real? I liked it was her. like a, th- it was like a two yeah. minute match. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like a few minutes before they got into it. So I don't know. I mean, it's tough okay. to say, All right. but I think that, you know, um, yeah, I think that with, uh, Carmella and our truth and, and Mandy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like that. I, well, uh, sorry, not I, actually, our truth with Carmella and Mandy. I like that. They played off of the leg thing, but that leg thing at Money in the Bank looked legit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It didn't seem like a like a part maybe, of the match or well, anything. And like maybe that. that's why you do a two or three minute match. You don't want you don't want to push her too hard to do a full ten minute match uh, and see what happens with her knee. So you keep it small match and then have it broken up. And then you have R Truth carry her out, not her running through the stands, possibly tripping or slipping or something. You have R Truth carrying her. There's possibilities there as well. Yeah, you totally. Know, so, yeah. It's, it's definitely possible. I uh I hope there's. Not, I, I don't. I, they probably wouldn't have had a wrestle if there was right. even for two minutes. If there was fear of her being injured, but still, it looked scary yeah, in the match. Yeah. Um, and yeah, our truth is the best as twenty four seven champion. Mean, great. I, I can't wait to see what happens with Carmella as we come along. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm just such, becoming such a massive fan of hers and what she's able to do and the way she's able to play these scenes. She's growing as a performer, growing as a wrestler, and that's exciting to see. And soon enough, I think she'll be back in the mix for these belts, uh, and we'll see how that plays out. I would like that. I yeah. feel like she just. I mean, she's definitely someone who is worthy of it. Yeah, you know? yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, we have some backstage vignettes before we jump into our next match uh, with uh, um, Becky. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Bailey getting interviewed about winning the SmackDown title, and she talks about how much she, she worked hard for it and get it, deserves it, wants to be worthy of it. Blah blah blah. Then later we get Becky Lynch uh, get interviewed as well, and she says, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take care of business and do whatever, and then uh, I'm gonna come after." That belt for Bailey and Bailey comes walking in and they have a little back and forth. But you can tell there's a little bit of uh, tension there between them, and I wonder if that's going to lead to something down the road. We'll see. But it's a nice little flavor to throw into. This Maybe situation. so, but I feel like I feel like it can't be long before Becky's more of like a raw thing. Yeah, because they haven't really established in this wild card rule if you can win the other brand's title. Good question. I feel like you can if you can do if you can go on there as a wild card. Why can't you win the title? Because then you'd be have to be on the show all the time as opposed to a wild card, right? right? So then you get an exception. You're not a wild card. You're an exempt champion that can be on both. See, this is where the wild card rule gets confusing. 
Subset A, Article B says. All right, well, Kobe Kingston took on Sami Zayn here. This was a good, good match as well. Really enjoyed this one. Um, but really, what do you want to say about the match? Good match. Uh, Kofi ends up winning this thing. Uh, they all, they both gave a good back and forth. This is, these are fun to watch these kinds of matches because they're both veterans. They're both high-flying guys. They both have great surprising moves uh, within, and they both sell each other's moves really well. And then we had, out of nowhere, after Paul Heyman came out with that Money in the Bank suitcase, possibly teasing Lesnar coming out, uh, Dolph Ziggler, a man we'd kind of forgotten about, doing improv shows all over L.A., shows up, attacks Kofi, and beats the living crap out of Kofi, even uses the chair to put his neck in there to do the kick. Um, hey, what did you think about this whole thing with uh, Ziggler coming in, and what do you think it's leading to? Uh, well, first, the match. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, loved it. Yeah. Great match. This is how you use Sami Zayn, not in a 45-second squash match mm-hmm. with a giant. Uh, and it's weird. They keep, like... He seemed to wrestle better one night versus the other. Yeah, they keep shitting on him on Raw, and then he has to redeem himself on SmackDown with Awesome Match. So, um, and Kofi is starting to be what I was hoping for, of like, he's not, like, it's it's, it's crazy that I'm champion anymore. He's just putting on good matches with people. He's talking about his legacy and how he wants to be the best champion of all time. Those are things that are important, Mm -hmm. and and putting on matches like this. And this match was awesome, just like the other one was. Uh, So, uh, big fan of the match. Now, as for Dolph... I'm one of those people who thinks there's money in Dolph Ziggler. I've always thought oh, there's I love money. Dolph. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, a lot. Of, he gets a lot of shit from the internet, mm-hmm. and and I have always been a fan of Dolph Ziggler. And I've always like thought, if booked correctly, Dolph Ziggler can be used well. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was used well when he came back with Drew McIntyre. Sure. Um, and they were a thing for a little while. He really helped. Like obviously, Drew McIntyre helped himself as well, but the pairing with Dolph Ziggler and the way they were brought in, yeah, yeah. You, you can't argue that Dolph didn't play a part in helping Drew solidify where he's at on Raw right yeah. now and back in the eyes of WWE fans. Agreed. Um, so, you know, I remember him saying once that he felt like he needed to like be off of TV for a few months mm. and then come back as like a as a different thing, you mm. know. So. I'm really hoping that's what this is because I do feel like the the edge that he showed, the stomping him on the chair, yeah. on his neck, not his leg like they normally do, but on right. his neck. Um, Which usually teases a long layoff for the person in that situation. It's rare when the person gets the neck put in the chair that they don't go away for a few weeks. So I hope this isn't that case, and having Kofi step off the stretcher kind of indicates that it's not the case. Agreed. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I, Speaking of that stretcher thing, <laughs> I was laughing so hard at the referees all scrambling to put the title on top of Kofi I while know, he was right? being stretchered away. Like, as if... The, What's important here? <laughs> as if this, is a, like if this is a real thing that was happening. Yeah. Which I'm shocked at how many people in the crowd were standing there like, <gasps> like it was a real thing That's that was happening. That's so mind-blowing to me. I know, right? me too. My dad... My dad once watched WrestleMania two or three, whatever the one King King Kong Bundy or whatever show it was that did the welts on Hogan's chest, and he never again watched professional wrestling. And I'm like, it's as a kid I knew it was fake and it was fun, but to watch real grown men in 2019 in an arena going, 
I was like, what is happening here? I understand the reaction when Undertaker loses. That's a shock, right? But this, this is... Or when someone clearly gets injured. Yes, like Triple H did, right? That's real injury or Jericho. You buy that. But this was clearly a setup for the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you don't, you, Dolph Ziggler obviously didn't actually hurt Kobe Bryant and, and, that would and be try to break his batter. neck. You go to jail. Yeah, on national television, international television. International like, <laughs> yeah, I was laughing at that too. But, but, hey, that's when. But you're doing something right if you're getting that reaction. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was, I was cracking up when all this was happening and they're cutting between, like, the serious looks from, like, some of the concerned people in the crowd who were adults. Yeah. And the refs playing like hot potato with the title trying to figure out like, you know that they were in the ears put the title on Kofi put the title yeah. on, and they're like trying and it's then sliding Jason off. like takes it and he kind of like comes around and they're all like you can see them like it's kind of, and he's like trying he just kind of like drapes it over him but then the EMT takes it off and it's like, well, I, that was the most I, I was cracking yeah. up at that um but Dolph uh you know if if they can if they can Dolph was a, a, a college wrestler that kicked ass. Yeah, Dolph could probably beat the shit out of a lot of people. Like sure. he's a smaller dude, I life, know, yeah. but Dolph Ziggler probably beat some dudes up, as, and, and most certainly uses wrestling skill on them. And so, yeah. so I've always felt that if they made Dolph out to be more of a badass and less of like a Shawn Michaels ripoff mm-hmm. or you know, 80s hair metal cover band guy yeah. that there'd be so much more money in him. Like a Ric Flair, wearing suits, uh, you know, taken seriously kind of guy. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's the direction they're going in. Even with the promo after that was very different than the promos we've seen of yeah. Dolph in the past, yeah. um, at least indicated we're getting some kind of changing character, which I'm into. Um, I'm just praying that they change his music. If yeah. they use that stupid record scratch and I'm, I'm here, here to, to show the world... world De- dead on a DOA. The second his new the, with this new gimmick DOA. Yeah, they have to do like e- even if it's just something simple like Cesaro's neat theme. Mm-hmm. They just need to give him something. That's like, a good point. I'm here to show the world is very hashtag heel. Yeah, like and that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. A different Dolph Ziggler. I I think that even Zack Ryder has changed his music yeah. of like the O radio stuff from back then, and they were but very much a part of that time. Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler and Zack Ryder. So I think Dolph Ziggler, if to be to to be an effective main eventer to get, yeah. change what he's been doing, um, I, the music needs to change. I think it's a great thrill or X factor to throw in this situation because if we are going to move KO, then someone needs to step in, and it can't be Sammy at this point. But having King having a, a Ziggler come in is great because Ziggler is an unknown thing right now. We haven't seen him in a while. And him and Kofi have had some great programs in the past. So to see them going at it again in a new program, possibly for the belt, with this kind of viciousness uh, in play, I love. And I agree with you about changing uh, the theme music. And we'll see how this goes forward. If he joins this faction with KO and Zayn or does his own thing, pursuing the title with Kofi, that'll be fun. Because if anyone can go back and forth with the New Day on a promo... It's it's a uh, 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 Ziggler. He certainly can give as good as he gets, and he's fun and funny when he gets on there. What um, thing I want to say though, that as you were talking here, how great is Sami Zayn's music? Like that music can go multiple federations, multiple years, and it 
you don't need to change. It's one of those rare theme songs you never need to change. You know why? Why? Because ska music is awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Ska music gets so much hate. Ska music gets <sighs> way too much hate. You put ska music on. I had on, no idea we were going here, people. You're in a great mood. Sky, I've never put on a ska song and been like, ugh, ugh. I'm in a bad mood listening to Save Ferris. No, you like Save Ferris when you put it on, you know? So, yeah, I, uh, I'm Ryan Satin, and I'm here to say that ska music needs more respect. Oh, my God. Please, someone make a meme out of that. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I, I had no idea. The more you know thing over it. <laughs> I had no idea that's where we were going. skanking guy at the end of the star instead. Just like oh, this. I just love it. If I had theme music uh, uh, for a wrestling thing, I would absolutely have it more like that because you come out just having a little fun. If you're a, uh, a face, I guess. All right, yeah. let's move on to the RX Bandits, Save Ferris, uh, Less Than Jake. No doubt. Great bands. There's no doubt. Counts? No doubt is 100% a ska okay. band. Right. I actually was talking about this with someone the other day. I was like, No Doubt's the most successful ska band of all time, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, and, and I feel like people don't classify them as ska, yeah. they classify them as like alternative, alternative music. Alternative rock or something. And it's like, No. They were a ska band. There is a horn section in that band. There Don't is. tell me that ska can't be a, a, a mainstream successful thing. Yeah. No doubt. Gwen okay. Stefani. Well, this has been your Music Minute. <laughs> brought to you by Ryan Satin. Everyone always <laughs> like, oh, ska music, ska music. It's great. It's great. All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. All right. We'll move on to a tag match here that was uh, teased all night. Bailey and Becky Lynch taking on Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans. This was a good match as well. Really enjoyed the back and forth with all four of these ladies, giving it as good as they got from each other. And um, they gave Bailey, Bailey the win here on Charlotte. Again, a surprise win. And it was uh, one of those wins where they kick out immediately shocked that they got pinned. So uh, I liked all around everything that happened here. Lacey had her spots. Becky certainly, uh, and then overall, then Becky and Bailey argue about who helped make that win happen. So uh, everything gets uh, fulfilled here. Charlotte's face was so funny yeah. when she did that kick out. Like, oh, it was like so. I was I was laughing so hard. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think everyone here was used to their best uh, capacity. We, mm-hmm. we talked, you know, we talked about it yesterday, but making sure people are max, their their talents are max, you know, their strengths are maximized. Yeah, uh, and that was really what went on here. I thought like Lacey and Charlotte seemed like a fun team together. Yeah. Um, Becky and Bailey were a good team together. Um, all around, I was I was happy with this match. Mm-hmm. I felt like uh, Bailey winning was the right call, especially yeah. since she just won the title. Yes, um, and if it had been over. Uh, Lacey wouldn't have been as meaningful no, necessarily. I don't think so either, yeah. And it also would have kind of messed everything up. Not messed everything, but messed with uh, the Becky and Lacey feud a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So I feel like this was the right call. Um, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I don't think we're getting Becky two belts back anytime soon. I think they're just going to be... Yeah, ba- Bailey talking about how she wants two belts now. I was like, mm, slow down. Bailey, two belts? Slow down, Bailey. <laughs> slow down, Bailey. <laughs> Enjoy the one belt. Try defending the one belt. Then we'll move on to the... But what's also uh, great about them is that uh, it, if this had been a match on Raw, I think uh, Becky would have gotten the pin on Lacey as the Raw 
kind of competitors. So it's smart to have uh, Bailey pin Charlotte because those are the SmackDown people, and you keep pushing this rivalry between them. So we are going to get a program between those two and promos back and forth. I think the Becky thing is being added now to kind of elevate it a little bit and then push it off on its own to see where it goes. I also feel like Lacey being one of the wildcard people that showed up on SmackDown Mm -hmm. has to show where she stands in the eyes of of Vince. A million percent correct. Yeah, because it's been all like upper echelon people for the most part. So Mm -hmm. um, the fact that she's one of the people that they they bookmarked for that, I thought, I was like, hmm. Yeah. That shows pretty well for her. You oh, know? Yeah. I think they're pretty happy with everything she's been doing. She's taken to it really quickly once, once they finally let her get in the ring. And yeah, have there been moments where she's been a little overwhelmed? Sure, but she's still young and figuring out what it's like at that, at that tier. They let her play with the big dogs in that tier. And so she's got she's going to take her bumps, but she's having way more successes than, uh, than uh, stumbles. So and that's a positive. And I think in the long run, she's going to win a lot of fans over so that when she wins the belt, It'll be a, a powerful victory. I also I'm loving that thing that she does in the match where she pulls the handkerchief yeah, out and cleans herself off under the arcades everything. I was that that won me over. I loved it. <laughs> I also love when she came out with the money guns. Oh yeah, yeah. At Money in the Bank. Although I love, I also cracked up seeing Becky Lynch call her out on that. Did you see that? She's, no, no. She said something. I, don't, I won't pull it up. I won't okay. waste time. But she said something along the lines of like. Comes out at Money in the Bank with money guns, but does $20 cameos for fans in the locker room. (laughs) That's horrible. I know. I was like, oh. Becky. Burn. Becky. Are you on Cameo? A year ago, you were straight to DVD. Calm down. Calm down. Um, Are you on Cameo? Uh, I joined Cameo through Jeff Snyder, but I've never done my intro video. Don't do it. I don't know. You know how I look at it? I go, it's good money. How much does Jeff make? I don't know. He makes nothing because no one gives a fuck about having Jeff do a cameo for them. But the outlaw. (laughs) I was just going to say, I don't know. I feel like if you're at a certain level, like if you're charging $5 for cameos, you should just be doing that for free. I am not. No, not you. Yeah, I would charge 50. 50, 5-0? 5-0, son. You would never sell them. Okay. Even wrestlers don't. But at least I keep my dignity. That I agree with. That's why I would charge that. I respect that. Okay, thank you. But if you're doing $5, $10 cameos, here's a tip. Just do them for free so you can have a bigger fan base. Yeah. Duh. That makes you know? No sense. Like, it makes no sense. You're not, fa- you know, if you're not that famous, yeah. so, so silly. I see people on there, I'm like, yeah. well, I, it's so fun. I, it's honestly one of my favorite things to do. I go on Cameo and I just Oh, meet, you look at famous, no, see who's on there? Yeah, my girlfriend and I, we go in there and we, we, we test each other to see right. if we can guess how much they charge. <laughs> The most fun who's game to play on camera. Who's the saddest one you've seen on there? Like that you were like, oh no. To be honest, Jeff Snyder was. Oh, was <laughs> I was like, who the fuck would want one from Jeff Snyder? <laughs> oh man, Snyder Heat here. I love it. All right, let's move on. Ziggler comes out after being asked in the back. Who's the blonde uh, lady again? I Sarah Schreiber. She is good. Didn't you say last time yeah, she sucked? I, I told her I said how good did. she was. And I, and I brought it up for that reason. <laughs> I'm always willing to accept. It was only like a week ago. Been, no, it was like three weeks ago. She's and only been up she there. She fumbled like that two. interview the first time I saw. I thought she was. She was not good in that. But the last two weeks I've seen her, she's been really she's good. She's great. She's been great yeah. on NXT, too. So, That's why I was so mad when you talked 
talk yeah, shit because I, I she's she, yeah she's like phenomenal and I don't say that a lot do, with backstage interviews. All I can do is give you my opinion no, of what I'm watching. So if did Sarah you see, is watching, I apologize, but you are fantastic. She uh, did you see the the girl who got fired? Um, Dasha Fuentes. She did an interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet, who does uh, Van Vliet. I think that's how you say yeah, it. Yeah. Um, he does tons of wrestling interviews and. She did one with him, and she talked about why she got fired, mm-hmm. and she pointed to like a specific promo they were on, un- uh, like the backstage interview yeah. that they were unhappy about. And I watched it, and she like did nothing wrong in it, and I was so confused. I was yeah. like, she didn't even do anything bad. Like I've seen way worse things in backstage interviews right, before. Right. So it's really weird how quickly they can turn on someone like yeah. that because they literally they told her like after that you're off TV, blah, mm-hmm. blah, type thing. So it's interesting. But yeah, I thought, I think Sarah's great. Yeah, I will say one thing, and this makes sense. It goes along to, like, when I was talking to uh, Booker T, he was uh, making a comment. We were talking backstage before we did the whole Schmodown thing, and I mentioned how some writers uh, were complaining that, like, they didn't, the wrestlers, like, don't get to know them. And Booker said, man, that's just how it is. If you're here in a year, then I'll get to know you. Because the turnover is so fast, and you never know what it's going to be that's going to get you let go or fired or what have you. And so the same situation here with Dasha, if it seemed like a, fu- a, a, a good interview, but for whatever reason, they didn't like the beats or didn't like the way she was doing it, it's all subjective, isn't it? And so they'll just let you go because there's 500 other people who are begging for a shot to be on television and do that. Yeah, so, not, yeah. and not to sound like a dick, but I was the same way at TMZ. Like, mm-hmm. there was such a big, like, I was there for seven years. So there, yeah. was, there was such a big turnover rate on the news desk where it was like, mm, I'm going to give this person. Four months? Wow. If they're here in four months, then we'll become friendly. Like, you know? Because I've had two people I've gotten close with that yeah. have been gone quickly. You know, wow. less, a lot quicker than that. Even my girlfriend. My girlfriend, you talked to her about it. Like, yeah. She was like, no, he was like a dick to me at first. You know? Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I didn't really... Like, oh, you were. I was. Yeah. I was like a, one of the higher ups. Right, and I right. wasn't trying to like be friendly with everyone. I was right. trying to be their boss. You know, I was young and my first time being like in yeah. a boss position. Yeah. Um, made mistakes obviously but well, like who does yeah but uh you know yeah that was so i totally understand that that, that mentality yeah. of like you got to wait a little bit of time before yeah. i'm gonna break that barrier he was so funny come on dog you you be here in a year then i'll talk to you come on i, dog. I mean even if you go i, I don't know if you that. saw it there's like an unlisted video that wwe has out um it's not like it's not listed on the youtube channel mm-hmm. but if you search it you can find it and it's like what they uh it's like how they push the creative position on writers and it's like a video oh, it's yeah, a video yeah. they can watch about the creative writing process in mm-hmm. wwe uh it's a recent one that was put out and while watching it when it came out i was thinking to myself because it got leaked somewhere yeah but it was still recent video and i was thinking i love that if you watch this video and you know about the behind the scenes of wwe mm-hmm. There was like seven people from the video who had already been let go, been let go, fired, or quit. You know, <laughs> Woof. so I, I cracked up watching. It. I was thinking like, hmm, that person's not there, that person's not there, that person's not there anymore. Yikes! Uh, but way to make this look like a fun environment. <laughs> Well, okay, well, let's move back to SmackDown. Ziggler comes out, explains the reasons for why he did what he did, and guess what? It's that old-school thing. It should have been me! Uh, what about me? The Raven uh, storyline there. So he comes out and says that, you know, him being pushed to the side, other people got the shine. He respected Kofi went over as much as he did, but it should have been his time, his movement, his uh, 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 path to the championship, and so that's his motivation. Same thing KO kind of said 
as well. And so, and I imagine when Ali turns heel, that may be something he goes uh, with as well. And so, um, I like this angle. What else? Are you, what other angle are you going to play with? Dolph, yeah, right. I, I agree. Yeah, and, and it does. And you know, yes, KO might have said it, but you know what? I I feel like with Dolph Ziggler's character, you know. With KO, it was more like I was supposed to be in that match. Yeah. That was going to be me. You messed me up. Same with Ali, how it'll probably be down the line. But I felt like with Dolph Ziggler, even though it was like it should have been me, it was more so because like he and Kofi were in the same place for so long. Yeah. They really were like those two guys who will have a good match with anyone that are the survivors, um, that the fans love, yep. but they just couldn't, can't break that glass ceiling. Um, so, I, I, and, and Dolph got it once and then just got shoved right back down, right. you know? Um, so I, I, I kind of got it. I, I liked it here. I also felt like Dolph's delivery was different than his promos of the past. It was way more passionate. Way more honest. passionate, honest. Yeah. It, it, to me, it felt like he's been taking acting classes. Yeah. Yes. Time away. I was just gonna say that. Yes, and, and 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 to me, you know, as someone who like grew up wanting to be an actor or whatever, and taking acting classes and all that kind of stuff, you know, when I watch a promo, there's like certain things I can tell someone's doing in a promo mm-hmm. where it's obvious to me they're trying to remember their lines. Yeah, you know, a lot of like certain pauses they'll do, and they're like in their head or there's certain like they do these kinds of things and it's like very much that they're trying to remember words mm. in their head and it's like little things they do that they don't think people notice but right. people do um and i feel like when you go to acting class they help you get rid of that yeah those are ticks they're, they are yeah and, and they, they 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 work with you to to get into here as opposed to in in here mm-hmm. and it's hard to do that in wwe because of the scripts changing so close to I'm the sure. show starting that you don't have a lot of time to yeah. work on it and deliver yeah. it, um, but it felt like he really nailed it here, in my yep. opinion. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I know there are some who feel like, oh, great, another Dolph push that's going to yeah. evaporate in a few weeks. Yeah, you some know? people are speculating that it's just a one-off for, for Super, Super Showdown, and they asked him to come in, yeah. and then he's no back doing his comedy. We'll find out, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I just feel like, to me, Dolph Ziggler really could be a valuable main event player yeah. on SmackDown. On SmackDown, especially especially the way it's set up right now, you could easily throw him in with Andrade or uh, Ali or even Samoa Joe, and it all would work, no matter, depending on what side of the fence he's on. It all would work. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. We'll see how it plays out, too, because we're only, what, two weeks away from it, so it's coming up. Yeah, it's definitely coming up, yeah, two yeah. weeks, something yeah. like that. I could barely take my breath after men in the ba- uh, money in the bank. All right, Roman Reigns taking on Elias. Well, you said you're not watching this one, though, right? Yeah, I'm not watching this one. Right, because this is the Saudi Arabia one. Yeah, I'm not watching this Okay. One. But I'll see the, like, results. <laughs> You'll see the results, yes. That's what I'll say. Because Goldberg versus Undertaker, come on now. I can go to the Senior Assisted Living Center and watch two old men fight. Roman Reigns taking on Elias. <laughs> you shouldn't go to a Senior Assisted Living Center to go watch old men fight. That's really inappropriate. That's, that's a new world star hip-hop thing. That should be a new channel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Men are angry. All right. What are you doing today? Oh, you know, I just rolled up to the senior living center. I'm going to watch two old dudes kick the shit out of each other. No big deal. It's a good Saturday. Grandpa Fight Club. I'm in. All right. <laughs> Shane McMahon is in the corner. Uh, the they first were the rule of Grandpa Fight Club is take your meds. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't wear your dentures. Uh, <laughs> so oh, I'm in so much trouble. Now I'm in so much trouble. Now I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the, uh, you know, the Grey Panthers or whatever they're called coming after me. So <laughs> they battle in the ring, uh, Elias and Roman Reigns. Good match. Elias, really good match. I think from both of them, a uh, believable way that Reigns is almost taken advantage of by Elias in terms of losing it, but ends up getting that win. Shane comes in, interrupts, starts banging on, or uh, bunching rather, uh, Reigns and Reigns, uh, Gets him out of there with a Superman punch when he grabs the guitar. And then uh, McIntyre comes in with a Claymore kick to set up this Superstar Showdown match that's coming up. So, did you like all of this overall? Yeah, you know, the part I liked the most wasn't in the match. But I liked before when they showed uh, Elias on top of the truck. Yes. As Roman Reigns was walking by and starting a truck or a song from the top of the truck. Like, he, like, it reminded me of a... Almost famous or something like that, where he's like <laughs> high in the air playing a song. You know, I enjoyed that. It was a little different. Yeah. Um, the match itself was obviously longer and, yes. and better than their match at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's why the Money in the Bank match was so short. They knew they were going to do the rematch here on SmackDown, okay. maybe. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't bad or anything. I didn't love it. I wasn't okay. like. I wasn't like thrilled. I mean, there was a huge commercial break in the middle of yes, it. So, I mean, it, was. it wasn't. And it was out of, the, out of all the matches to not have the picture in picture, yeah. it was the main event. And so. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't dislike it. I just, I'm really like, I'm burnt out on Shane being a wrestler. I yeah. really am. I'm like, I disagree with you. I think yeah, so I just, I, and I know, I'm sure people are tired about me complaining about it on here because clearly I need to give up because it's not going away, but it's well, like. Isn't Shane in charge of SmackDown? So who's scheduling the matches? Well, Shane's supposed to be in charge of Raw and SmackDown. So like, he's scheduling the, the matches. The McMahons are supposed to be in charge. But then he's scheduling the matches, so he can schedule himself out of a match. He can schedule I, I himself like out of a match. I feel like that's what should be happening. I agree with you, man. I think it's going to be a tag team match still. I think they it's going to change okay. to a tag team with match. With Miz and... Uh, uh, Miz and Reigns, Reigns versus McIntyre and Shane. That's what it makes sense. Right? It's, yeah. I feel like it's going to happen. If not... What's happening? And then it'll, maybe it'll inspire a match later in the night between Shane and Miz for the best in the world. Because that makes – that has to happen. I, I don't know. That's Miz. where he won the damn thing. I, look, I agree with you, but I, <laughs> I don't know, man. At this point, anything Shane-related, like, sucks the excitement out of me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Like, I like Shane the character. Of course. Shane the wrestler, I'm just Here like – come the money. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, didn't, right. I just don't. I and I definitely don't want to see him interacting with the top star on the show. True. I Shane is not a serious threat to anyone. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous that they're trying to like act as though he is. Yeah. He's not even as buff as Vince used to be. Vince, at least when Vince was like, yeah, Mister McMahon and the main guy, Vince was jacked to the gills. I mean, he like was. you he wouldn't was. want. I mean, you wouldn't want to mess with Vince now. He's still buff. Yeah, he is. I wouldn't so, mess with Vince at all. And I know that Shane is like. Knows MMA and all that kind of stuff, but like, still, like, he's not he this imposing force like Vince was. Right, he doesn't seem threatening. No, it's, it's, it's he seems truth. really nice, <laughs> even though he's like trying to be. I heard he is really nice. He's supposed he's supposedly super nice. Yeah, I'd like to know Shane. I remember when I, I was at WrestleMania one year, the year when he had that Hell in a Cell match uh, a few years back, mm-hmm. and and went off the cell and. I remember I saw him at the hotel, mm-hmm. the wrestler hotel. He was just walking around, shaking hands with everyone, like literally like going out of his way, to like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Hey, nice to meet you to like everyone involved, wow. and, like all the wrestlers, just literally going all, "Hey, good to see you." Hey, good to see you. And he had just been gone off a cage, yeah. like a, a hell in a cell. 
So, yeah, he's he's supposedly yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Well, no, you, know, you do what you but can. Get him off. Get him out of the matches, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, we didn't talk about the the latest uh, Bray Wyatt skit. Did you like it? Oh, we didn't talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should mention that. Um, Because it, it was previewed here as well. Or didn't really, it didn't really... Yeah, this one was the most disappointing one that I think I've seen. I don't want to say disappointing. It was just very fast. Okay. Like, it was just like nothing really happened. It That's was just what the, I mean. Nothing yeah, happened. Nothing happened in it. I, uh, the only thing I got from it was that it was it's more than likely what his new cutscene is going to be. You know right. how he had the whole like like thing yeah. before he came out into the whole we're here? I'm assuming that's his new thing. thing. Yeah. But it wasn't anything like mind-blowing. Or yeah, anything I like thought that. so too. That's I, I think that's why I didn't even put it in the rundown yeah. yesterday because I was like, it's not that exciting. Yeah, well, nothing was really progressed in it. Yeah, especially after we got the reveal two weeks ago. So yeah, and I also hate Michael Cole talking about the fun time for some reason. Mm. Like, when he said something like, Oh, Bray had a secret for everyone, and last week it was revealed. And he, I don't, for some reason, like mm-hmm. took the like scariness out of it. Yeah, it's a very cheesy way to go into it. It should just go, just go, right? As if they there don't even know no they're promo. happening. Yeah, short to the promo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, thanks everybody for watching this SmackDown Live recap. As always, it's a blast to bring you our thoughts on the show, and then hear your thoughts on the show, on Twitter, and on YouTube with your comments. Um, Ryan, tell them everywhere they can find and read the stuff we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. That's where you can find all the top stories throughout the week. All my sister's vacation, or my sister's graduations, they're all done now. I'm back, I'm back <laughs> to work. Uh, all Full steam yeah. ahead for Devil or Nothing. So keep your eye on the website. ProWrestlingSheet.com, at WrestlingSheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash WrestlingSheet. That's where you can find all the Raw and SmackDown recaps we do, and Wrestling Sheet radio and any other videos i have time to make so go check it out there uh youtube.com slash she slash wrestling sheet subscribe like the like the videos comment i read them uh just make sure you do that i have it helps out a ton and if you just want to listen to the audio check it out wrestling sheet radio on all the big podcast platforms there you go follow him at ryan Sand. follow me at the roca says and let us know what you thought we love it take care of yourselves enjoy your week watch some wrestling and we'll see you next week for another raw and smackdown live recap on the pro wrestling sheet ProWrestlingSheet.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.